The Martian colony, nestled in a vast canyon, awoke under the ever-familiar shade of burnt sienna. The omnipresent dust, so fine it was almost like a powder, danced lightly on the gentle winds, settling on the biodomes and solar panels that sprawled across the landscape. It had been years since the settlers first arrived, and each day since then had been devoted to one mission, transforming this barren world into a sanctuary for life. Within the main habitat, life buzzed in quiet excitement. Scientists examined the day's work schedules, engineers checked and recalibrated the life support systems, and children, born on this alien world, darted around, their laughter filling the corridors. The heart and soul of this community was the terraforming project, with gigantic atmosphere processors towering in the distance, ceaselessly working to make the air breathable. Today, however, a shift was palpable. Screens throughout the colony displayed real-time updates from the meteorological department, where technicians monitored the atmosphere with bated breath. They had predicted today's special event with the help of the colony's state-of-the-art artificial intelligence. This AI had sifted through countless data points and concluded that the atmosphere had finally reached a pivotal milestone. The news spread like wildfire, and anticipation built to a crescendo. The children, who had only heard tales of rain from their parents, were especially eager, pressing their faces against the windows, looking up at the vast expanse. The older generation reminisced about Earth, recalling the sound of raindrops on rooftops, the smell of wet earth, and the feeling of rain against the skin. And then it happened. A tiny, glistening dot, the first raindrop, descended from the vast Martian sky, growing in size until it kissed the parched surface. The impact was almost poetic, a silent affirmation of years of hard work. As more droplets followed, the colonists emerged from their habitats. Their suits, designed for protection against the harsh conditions, were momentarily forgotten. Their faces turned upwards, eyes closed, allowing the rain to caress their skin. All around, the lifeless, red soil soaked up the moisture. What was once powdery dust began to coalesce, forming muddy patterns that darkened under the weight of the water. Plants, genetically engineered for the Martian climate, responded instantly, their leaves perking up as they eagerly absorbed, the life-giving moisture. For a moment, time seemed to stand still. The vastness of space, the challenges of the journey, and the hardships of life on a foreign planet all faded into the background. They were pioneers, witnessing the rebirth of a world, and the promise of rain was just the beginning. The beauty and serenity of the rain was, at first, hypnotic. But as the minutes ticked by, and the raindrops steadily increased in volume, the terraformed Martian landscape began to react in ways that no one had anticipated. The gentle patter of the rain was soon drowned out by a low, resonating rumble that seemed to rise from the very core of the planet. The sophisticated seismographic tools of the colony, embedded deep within the Martian crust, detected erratic patterns of movement beneath the surface. The data was streamed live to the main control hub where analysts stared in disbelief. Mars, for all its mysteries, had been geologically stable. Yet now, as the rain baptized its surface, 
It responded with a fury that sent shockwaves throughout the habitat. Structural integrity alarms blared, their shrill warnings cutting through the sound of rain and the growing panic. Tools, equipment, and personal belongings were jolted from their places, crashing onto floors and walls. The colony's automated systems initiated lockdown protocols, sealing off sections in an effort to contain any breaches. Yet, the real terror was unfolding outside. With each vibration, fissures began to appear in the wet mud, tearing the landscape apart. And from these gaping wounds in the Martian earth, something stirred. At first, they seemed like dark tendrils, reaching out hesitantly. But as more rainwater seeped into the ground, these tendrils grew bolder, thicker, and began to pull their bulk out of the depths. These creatures, bathed in the pale light reflecting off the rain-soaked Martian surface, were an eerie sight. Their segmented bodies, resembling the giant worms of ancient Earth lore, glistened with a viscous slime. But what truly chilled the blood of the observers were the sharp, chitinous appendages that lined their forms, undulating and writhing as if tasting the air. These weren't just appendages, they were tools of both locomotion and predation. While the colonists watched in stunned silence, the creatures unfurled in full majesty, some stretching several meters in length. As the rain cascaded over them, there was an almost palpable energy transfer. It was as if every drop of water was imbuing them with life, awakening cellular memories from an eon-long hibernation. Inside the control hub, the colony's artificial intelligence worked feverishly. Analyzing, processing, and predicting. The rapid calculations painted a grim picture, the rate at which these entities were emerging from the Martian depths was exponential. The air's projections indicated that if left unchecked, Within mere minutes, they would swarm the colony, enveloping every structure, every life form. Mars' muted atmosphere, usually so still and quiet, was abruptly shattered by chaos. The central hub of the colony buzzed with urgency. Every screen and holographic display relayed real-time data on the unfolding threat. Amidst this techno-cacophony, the artificial intelligence coordinated a defensive response with clinical precision. Automated drones, nimble and swift, were the first line of defense. Under normal circumstances, these drones were the silent heroes of the colony, facilitating construction projects and conducting maintenance checks. Today, they had been repurposed. Rapid reconfigurations allowed them to wield improvised laser weaponry, charging them from the colony's power grid. As they swarmed the skies above the emerging creatures, they fired concentrated beams of energy. The smell of burning flesh, and the hiss of evaporating moisture filled the air. Yet, it quickly became evident that these machines were ill-equipped for battle. Their targeting systems, designed for precision work on inanimate structures, struggled to lock onto the ever-shifting forms of the creatures. What the colonists hadn't anticipated was the sheer adaptability of their adversaries. These weren't just primitive, newly awakened beasts, they were creatures with an innate tactical understanding. They synchronized their movements, forming defensive formations that made them harder targets. With astonishing coordination, they raised appendages to form shield-like barriers.
These barriers didn't just protect, they acted as prisms, refracting the lasers in unpredictable directions. Drones were caught off guard, getting hit by their own lasers, bursting into flames and crashing down, leaving trails of black smoke against the reddening sky. Realizing that technology alone wouldn't win this battle, the colonists took matters into their own hands. In the equipment bays, exosuits, designed originally for heavy lifting and surface exploration, were quickly powered up. These suits, with their hydraulic enhanced limbs and reinforced armor, gave the wearer increased strength, agility, and protection. Armed with industrial tools, plasma cutters, heavy drills, and even large metallic beams, groups of colonists charged into the fray. There was something primal about the confrontation, man and machine against ancient Martian behemoths. The ground trembled with each clash. Every ounce of human determination was met with ferocious resistance. Creatures lashed out, their appendages slicing through the air, while colonists dodged and retaliated with swift, powerful blows. The scene was a cataclysmic ballet of light, shadows, and relentless energy. Yet, the sheer numbers of the creatures were overwhelming. With every victorious takedown by the colonists, it seemed as though the Martian soil would birth more of the monstrosities. The horizon was an ever-shifting tapestry of writhing forms, and the battle seemed far from its end. Mars, with its longer days and nights, plunged into a shadow deeper than any earthly twilight. The red planet's nights were known for their cold, silent vastness, where stars shone brightly against the void of space. But this night was anything but serene. The horizon was lit with the intense glow of lasers, the fiery explosions of downed drones, and the bioluminescent hue emanating from the creatures themselves. In this new nocturnal environment, the creatures displayed even more daunting attributes. Their skins began to shimmer with luminescence, casting an eerie glow on the surrounding landscape. This wasn't just a cosmetic transformation. As their forms shifted and contorted, it became evident that they were undergoing real-time biological adaptations. Their previously soft undersides started to harden, forming a natural armor against the tools and weapons of the colonists. Some sprouted additional appendages, which acted as weapons, slashing and piercing with deadly precision. The artificial intelligence, monitoring every skirmish and every movement, flagged an alarming pattern. The creatures were no longer randomly spread across the colony. They were moving with purpose, slithering and writhing en masse towards the colony's most valuable asset, the water reservoir. This vast underground tank, painstakingly filled over the years through ice mining and atmospheric processing, represented both the colony's lifeline, and its promise for the future. As data streamed in, the artificial intelligence processed the implications. The creatures, when exposed to small quantities of water, awakened from dormancy and exhibited rapid evolution. If they were to gain access to the vast reservoir, the results could be cataclysmic. They could potentially multiply at an exponential rate, and their evolutionary trajectory could take an even more terrifying turn. A council of colony leaders, engineers, and scientists convened in the main hub. Time was running out. 
As they debated and analyzed, the artificial intelligence presented a strategy. To prevent the creatures from accessing the water, the reservoir would have to be depleted, turning it into a vast empty chasm. The hope was that the creatures, lured by the scent or memory of water, would plunge into the abyss, allowing the colonists to seal them inside. It was a desperate move. Draining the reservoir meant giving up on decades of effort. The water was more than just a resource, it was a symbol of hope, of the possibility of a thriving, sustainable Martian civilization. To lose it would be to lose the dream. Yet, the alternative was far grimmer. With heavy hearts and a determination to survive, the colonists began the process. Pumps roared to life, working at full capacity, redirecting the water to secondary containment areas and dispersing summer's vapor into the atmosphere. As the levels dropped rapidly, the trap was set, and the fate of the colony hung in balance. The Martian Reservoir, once a beacon of progress and achievement, had transformed into a battleground. Overlooking the vast cavity, the colonists stood firm, their exosuits glinting under the dim light of Mars moons. They had transformed the site into a fortress, every strategic vantage point fortified and every possible approach rigged with explosive traps. From their command center, the artificial intelligence coordinated the defense, linking every suit, drone, and device into a unified network. As the creatures approached, a chilling spectacle unfolded. Drawn to the memory of water, they converged onto the reservoir from every direction, their bioluminescent forms illuminating the Martian night. It was as if the very ground was alive, pulsating with a malevolent intent. When the first creature reached the edge and descended into the reservoir, the colonists could see the horrifying fusion process. Upon contact with the residual moisture, the creatures began to merge, their forms melding and growing, multiplying in mass and power. It was an unspeakable sight, as if the very essence of Mars was rebelling against the human presence. With every second counting down to potential doom, the order was given. Every charge, every explosive device laid around and within the reservoir was simultaneously detonated. The resulting explosion was monumental, a cataclysmic force that sent shockwaves radiating across the Martian surface. Massive plumes of steam and debris rose into the atmosphere, casting shadows across the land. The ground shuddered, groaned, and then fell silent. As the dust settled, a scene of devastation was revealed. The reservoir, once a symbol of human ingenuity, was now a scorched, gaping maw in the Martian surface. The immediate threat from the creatures was obliterated, their remains scattered and vaporized. But this momentary relief came at an immense cost. The loss of the reservoir meant that the very foundation of their colonization effort was now jeopardized. The promise of a flourishing Martian civilization had been shattered, replaced by the grim reality of a hostile world. In the aftermath, the surviving colonists regrouped, their once optimistic gaze now filled with a mix of determination and trepidation. The terraformed patches of green and blue were now overshadowed by vast expanses of red. And even as they began the daunting task of rebuilding, there was an ever-present unease. Every shadow, 
Every movement in the periphery hinted at the lurking presence of the creatures. The first rain on Mars, which had begun as a gentle blessing, had unveiled a terrible truth. Beneath its surface, Mars harbored secrets, ancient and resentful. The colonists, in their pursuit of a new dawn, had inadvertently awakened the planet's dormant guardians. They were left with a haunting question, in their quest to find a new home, had they trespassed upon sacred ground? And if so, what other mysteries did the Red Planet hold, waiting for the next unsuspecting trigger?